Um, okay, so Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is the new MCU Disney Plus show um, that you can watch right now. The first episode premiered just this past Wednesday. Uh, Miss Marvel is based on the character of Kamala Khan. Um, well, Kamala Khan is the superhero of Miss Marvel um, that you have here, who's played by Iman uh, Vellani. Um, is how you pronounce her name. Um, here, it's a young Pakistani girl. Um, who is obsessed with superheroes. She's a big fangirl for superheroes, basically like the actress in real life, because if you watch her in <laughs> interviews and other stuff, she seems to be really a fan of this type of stuff. And I'm not a person who cares that much about like an actor being a big fan of the material they're paying, mm -hmm. like whatever, you know, it's a role, you get it, you know, try to put <clears> your all into it. Um, but she did yeah, very very much very much so. And with a character like Kamala how she portrays her, I think that joy and that enthusiasm is very much infectious yeah um and she gave an interview she was saying like she was on the red carpet and she was like you know i don't care what kevin feige says you know this this isn't earth 616 in the mcu this is earth 199 <laughs> um you know i don't give a shit what i think that it's 616 it is one nine 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 yeah and which <laughs> mm, I want to be a little careful talking shit to the boss, but yeah, you, you know what I mean. But girl. but people love that. I think people love that. People loved kind of the, a lot of the enthusiasm that she has for that. And then there's even a picture mm -hmm. of her, um, even as um, Ka uh, Kamala oh, Khan, yeah, for Halloween, dressed as, dressed as uh, Kamala Khan for Halloween a couple years ago. Yeah, and everybody thought that she was the Flash. <laughs> yeah um yeah so i mean that that was that was awesome and then also she even has a letterbox review that people can see of when she reviewed captain marvel uh, i'll pull that up where she gave it two stars um uh she said uh let me see let me pull this up real quick um yeah she said uh these two stars uh are not for brie larson i will sacrifice my own life for brie larson um yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah which yeah she even agrees hey captain marvel's pretty mid so yeah i agree with her <laughs> on that um, okay okay internet we know how y'all get whenever there's like a person of color actor in in like comic book or geek stuff you come after this girl <laughs> i will fight all of you uh-huh um, yeah, I mean, she seems, I mean, I think that's one thing about this. It's very Spider-Man. I'd like a lot of people have compared it to Spider-Man Homecoming, mm -hmm. um, in terms of kind of the style and kind of look of it and kind of, you know, humor that's kind of going on here, um, with her, um, you know, about this young girl in high school, you know, uh, being kind of a fan of these heroes, like much like Peter Parker was, you see, like he looked up to Iron Man here, she looks up to Captain Marvel. And then also I know there was kind of questions about, why would she look up to Captain Marvel, and why do so many people know so much about the battle in Endgame? Well, you find out here <laughs> that Scott Lang... They, they dropped that Scott Lang was, like, doing podcast interviews about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like like him, like everybody, everybody's got a podcast, so why wouldn't Scott Lang, of all people, have a podcast, and he'll be talking to interviewing the other superheroes? You know what I mean? I, I would love to see like them do like a one shot of a podcast episode of Scott Lang like talking to one of the superheroes. Like, I'd love to. I would actually kind of like to see that. Um, I would. I would pay good money to see that. But very much like uh, 
Michael Pena's recap of the MCU were probably not released to us at least. Yeah. Um, so I thought so. That's how most people you know in the world know about what all happened. You know, with the battle in game and everything like that. Um, so she is a you know big time fangirl of these heroes. You know, loves to dress up as heroes. Tells her parents all about it. Um, you see in this first episode, the kind of the big thing here is she wants to go to this big convention uh, where it's basically all these nerds kind of go there and dress up. It's like Comic Con. It's basically it's Comic Con. You know, she wants to go. Yeah, to but it's Avenger Con, which a really nice note. Uh, they drop that that's located at uh, Camp Lehigh. Which is where in the MCU's Captain America was trained, and where he became, uh, you know, Captain America. Oh yeah, uh, that was a, a nice little Easter egg there. Um, which kind of that the venue that she was kind of at when she went to the convention did it seem kind of small to you? Like she kind of went to like this little bit kind of like it a, looked like a it looks kind of like a military uh, to me at least. But I I think uh, e- even though the Avengers are much like superheroes there's still a huge majority that are like yeah the hulk used my car that i two payments away from and my insurance has not covered me fuck the avengers <laughs> uh, i i like kind of how they're touching on that a little bit uh two with kind of superheroes there but i think the the kind of thing is of it being kind of this teen kind of comedy you know, more in line. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more in line, maybe something with Hawkeye yes. kind of similarly, like more focused on comedy, but yeah. Hawkeye was more of like a mm-hmm. action yeah. kind of diehard thing. This is not. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hawkeye was much more like a, like a diehard, like a, a kiss, kiss, bang, bang, very much a love letter to Shane Black. And I think this show in terms of, of its style and its sense of humor, it's a love letter to like the early days of the Disney channel. And I mean that as a compliment. I mean it. it, it it's like a love letter to stuff like, uh, like even Stevens, like That's So Raven, like a uh, uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody in terms of its uh, comic sensibilities. That's a very good comparison. I like that comparison. Yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah. And I mean that as the purest of compliments. Yeah, because with those shows, I was a fan of those shows growing up. Even Stevens, That's So Raven um things like that and it was i think to describe those shows it was kind of cute kind of funny you know what i mean and i think that's how i describe this very cute kind of funny you know what i mean um you know about this you know high school girl daydreaming you see like which i think is you know that's also some comparisons gotten homecoming where you see kind of this animation um that's happening when she daydreams. yeah but yeah but in in homecoming that animation was relegated just credits here it's all around you it, it reminded me a lot of, um, this is probably a, a Hall of Comparison, but uh, a lot of Into the Spider-Verse, how there was always something going on in the background, even, with, uh, even when you were dealing with your primary characters. Like, this entire, like, entire sequence where it's just her and uh, her best friend, who's played by uh, Matt Lintz as Bruno, mm. and how they're just uh, biking along through their Jersey neighborhood, and you see everything that they're talking about just playing out in the graffiti in the background yeah i think that makes it more lively it makes you kind of maybe mm-hmm. maybe more want to pay attention to the show you know seeing kind of this animation in the background which is very nice um and what did you kind of think about the supporting cast of the show i like how with the bully they well the the kind of the bully girl that they have at the school she's not psychotic even, you know even the mean even the mean girl in this show is not on the level of like a Stephen King bully or even um, 
the mean girl in uh, Stranger Things, which we just talked about. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like a normal, like kind of uppity girl with a lot of Instagram followers. Yeah, she's just kind of and patient. even that little, even that little interaction that she has with. I don't think she knows it's Kamala in, at that AvengerCon. It's genuinely sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I did like that. Like you said, I was thinking about that of like how you see the contrast of bullies. You know what I mean? Well, I guess, you know, Stranger Things, those were 80 bullies. I guess 80s bullies were more psychotic back then. I guess now they're more chilled oh, well, out. Stranger, well, Stranger Things is like very much just a, a dying tribute to Stephen King. And he writes bullies psycho. Yeah. So I I did appreciate she wasn't like a complete psycho here, like the bully, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like so I, I, I kinda like that that she was just kinda just a regular kind of mean, uppity kind of bitchy girl. Um what'd you think about her friend Bruno? Yeah, but even then even then she was actually kinda cool. Yeah. What'd you think about the friend Bruno? Uh the friend Bruno, I love the chemistry between him and it feels a very, very uh warm, very much like a warm blanket of these shows. And how Yes, he is kind of indulging in a but I remember what it was like being in high school, having that one friend. You could actually just, like, geek out over shit together. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually hope they don't get together because I like kind of the friend thing. Very much like Shang-Chi, a relationship like this is more interesting platonic friendship than anything. I feel like if they force a romance, it'll just feel... Eh. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like you said. I, I and, al- and also, and also, uh, and also, Kamala Khan's parents are very much the very much the depiction of like the overbearing immigrant fa- immigrant parents. Mm. They probably aren't going to be down for him and her for uh, Bruno and Kamala getting together. Yeah. Um, and their their whole kind of friendship is very much like you see in superhero stuff. You got to have you know the guy in the chair trope kind of with the superhero stuff like. And Flash, mm-hmm. you had it where he had Cisco and Static Shock. He had his friend, um, you know, uh, and Kim Possible. In, she had uh, her friend. Spider Man. Spider Man. You had a uh, Genki. Yeah, you had. Oh yeah, I mean, well, same character. Ned Genki, same character. It's 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 basically Genki, but it, it is Ned. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. You had Ned. Um, so you got to have the guy in the chair, you know what I mean, to help her out, to help her discover her powers, and help her, you know, figure some stuff mm-hmm. out. Um, the big thing about this is the power change. That's what a lot of people were complaining about coming mm. into this. Now you haven't seen it in the first episode. What do you think about the power changes here? I couldn't care less about the power change. Um, me, I think uh, I, I think I said it before with uh, my Kenobi. As long as you tell an engaging story, as long as, uh, as I care about the character and like the character, I couldn't care less if you follow it one-to-one from the comic. Mm. I haven't now seen it. I do, and in, in reading more about it, I do have a little bit of an issue because reading what the creator had mm. to say about the power change, because she, uh, the creator, talked about it. Um, I think the the powers that she had, she had the abilities to stretch um, and mm-hmm. kind of embiggen. And I think uh, the creator was talking about, and they were saying how um, it kind of was really supposed to represent her feeling weird or gross. And be in mm. that time, you know, kind of developmental stage, you know what I mean, in a young woman's life. And kind of, it seemed like it was kind of supposed to represent that. And I think, mm. you know, so her kind of have these powers that kind of like these Green Lantern-esque powers um, where she can kind of make <laughs> these constructs. 
seems to kind of take away from that, you know what I mean, of her kind of feeling that uh, way a little bit? To an extent, but I don't think they lose that whole, that whole, like, allegory of puberty about, like, feeling weird. You said with, you with said, the power change. You said you know that would have I mean? been overdone. You said I, I, I wouldn't say overdone. I, I'm not. I'm not looking at the show as what I want it to be. It, I don't look at the show as uh, as uh, if you don't do it exactly like the comics. It's gonna. I look at it as, as it is, and for what they do with it, I don't think they lose that allegory of puberty that uh, is very much in the comic uh, of Kamala Khan. Mm, okay. Well, it'd be interesting to see how this further goes on and then to see, like, you know, you know how she's kind of using it. Because it seems like her reaction to her powers is kind of just like, this is awesome, this is cool, you know, because she puts on, like, these bracelets. Um, and I, I, mean, I mean, in the moment, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, she basically destroys Avenger Khan. Yeah. Which, if this was the boys, when that girl got hit by that Thor hammer, she would have been splat. <laughs> that but, bitch would have been dead. Yeah, that would have been splat if this was the boys. Uh, but her it just it would have just been a pair of feet still on the floor. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that, was, that was probably like a that was probably like a paper mache thing that uh, somebody made. Yeah. It was uh, like really lightweight. Yeah, like the, her hitter and then swinging to the floor because she was on that for a while. She was hanging on there for a while. And she, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like, I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, kind of her using kind of the abilities, and you see a nod to her stretching abilities because she constructs like a big mm-hmm. hand, you know, that catches the girl before she falls. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see the issue definitely with the power change and kind of mm-hmm. how we're supposed to represent it. Maybe if they were just saving it just for Reed Richards, it's like, well, you have other characters who have come in and had similar powers. You're doing a She-Hulk show, and Hulk is going to have the same, you know, they're going to have similar powers. You you know, War Machine, Iron Man, you just had, you did a show Hawkeye with Kate Bishop, she's another archer. You did Black Widow, and you're just another, you know, big female super spy. So, you know, the idea, if that is truly why they did change it, because they were like, well, we just, we don't want her to have the similar kind of powers. And, to my knowledge, I don't think Kamala Khan even uses her powers in the same way Reed Richards does. Um, mm. You know, the, the way she kind of uses So, but, yeah. Um, what do you think about the family? Do you think the stuff you said, you mentioned the immigrant family, do you think it's too kind of stereotypical with the like the, the overbearing immigrant kind of family? We have, like, the, the domineering mom. We've seen a lot of that recently. I would, I would say it's, it's, uh, it is a little stereotypical. However, I also have a Filipino who was just as overbearing. Mm. Okay. And then this has been the season of moms who are very, very overbearing. <laughs> this is the seasons of mom issues with the young girls. It was like this, turning red. Uh, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, but um, but unlike uh, with uh, those shows, uh, where... Uh, at least from uh, the character's perspective, it, it was treated more as like the mom is really the villain of the show. With with uh, with Kamala Khan and uh, and uh, Zenobia Shroff, who plays uh, her, I thought it was all coming from an actual place of concern and just uh, and just sticking to tradition. Because even uh, with the brother, there is very clearly which even in. Uh, even in uh, Islamic culture, there is very much a bias male children, how much more freedom they have versus uh, 
uh, young women in that picture. And I like that it's being normalized in a depiction like this, and it's not being glamorized, I don't think. They are very much leaning into that, hey, this this faith is a little bit fucked up in how uh, misogynistic it is. Yeah. But it's not villainizing it, which I feel like was a huge thing in uh, the early 2000s, especially after 9-11. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's a tricky thing you have to play because you don't want it to be where you're demonizing the, the Muslim family you know, and their religion, um, but you don't mm. want to also gloss over like everything is 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 peachy keen and everything's fine, you know, you know, there's mm. no problems here. Then also you also yeah. have to uh, avoid the trope of the girl is being set free by you know being more part of the Western culture, you know what I mean, and, mm. and to to leave her thing and that's how she's more free is is by doing that, mm. you know what I mean. So you got to kind of have to strike a good a good balance between those things. Yeah, which which I think uh, just based on what I've seen so far this first episode, they danced that they danced that line perfectly, especially with uh, the relationship with her father, uh, who's played by Ohan Kapoor, who I I get the feeling that the dad is on her side, and I felt genuinely hurt whenever uh, the mom was trying to compromise and say. Okay, you can go to AvengerCon, but you gotta dress as the Hulk, and your dad is coming with you, also dressed as the Hulk. Yeah, that was <laughs> which that was that was such a great comic scene, and I felt genuinely sad when <laughs> just seeing how hurt he was. That you're embarrassing me. It's like, yeah, <laughs> not going. Yeah, I mean that, that that was yeah that was a heartbreaking scene because it's like that dad was crushed. I mean you can see that. I mean that probably took a couple of hours for him to get on all that paint. That probably took a, a little bit. So I would be kind of pissed too. Like, oh. you know, they gotta wash off all this fucking green paint. But they had told she had told them multiple times who she likes, and they're gonna go with the Hulk. Like she had told them already. She she can't not even the Hulk. It's just little Hulk. Yeah, like and there is no little Hulk. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's like Jesus. It's like. That's the perfect. Which there is now. The perfect just parents just sometimes they just don't listen, and this is like I thought that that moment just <laughs> encapsulated that perfectly. Um, yeah. What did you kind of think about the mid credits stinger here? The mid credits stinger, um, bringing back a uh, uh, Ariana Moyed from uh, Succession and uh, as that damage control agent from Spider Man. I liked it. Uh, I feel like that's kind of like a natural antagonist for this kind of show. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, good thing I was watching some reviews of this because I did not know about that mid-credit stinger. I had to go back and watch it because uh, I was like, oh, there's a mid-credit. Now they're putting stingers on first episodes now? Fucking great. Um, I guess I got to just scroll through the credits and to maybe see something, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you said, I think, you know, who's doing damage control um, who seems, because in the comics it was just kind of more of a joke book, um, but here in the MCU... Yeah, damage, damage Control in the comics was basically just like uh, that that uh, show set in the DC universe, uh, like uh, Superpower, that had uh, Vanessa Hudgens, Danny Pudi, where that was basically just like the cleanup crew in the DC universe. And that was a failed comedy. And I thought that was very much uh, Damage Control And here, they're very much like not to be fucked with yeah it seems like a real like government agency that that can enforce authority you know lock people up you know um so yeah it's interesting how they turn that more into a threat in the mcu 
so I said, it, you know, this should stay really, really street level, you know, with the mean and, and small. And, and especially with an, and especially with an actor like Arian Moyed from a, who the character he plays on Succession is so slimy and despicable, and I can't wait to see if he brings similar energy to, to the character in the MCU. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, do you think in this series we'll get a cameo from Captain Marvel or Monica Rambeau or? I think if we do, it'll be at the very at the very last episode or a post credit stinger, because they did set up uh, the Marvel uh, in one of the stingers in WandaVision with a Monica Rambeau meeting a Skrull, and I'm wondering if we get something similar here. Mm. Okay, right. because um, because they announced. A while ago, that uh, both uh, Tiona Paris and Iman Vellani are both casted in the Marvels, which is directed by Nia DaCosta. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So she, yeah, this is setting up for her to be in that movie, uh, just like how kind of WandaVision had Monica Rambeau in that, and kind of setting her up, getting her powers to be in uh, the Marvels as well. Um, what did you think about the brother? Her brother. The brother. First off, hats off to you, man, because that beard is beautiful yeah it is awesome looking beard yeah (laughs) yeah and i like that he's not the stereotypical older brother where he's just like a shit heel bully he's on her side and even he knows that the bias that he gets from their parents is a little bit fucked up Mm. how old is he He's supposed to be like in his 20s like mid 20s late 20s i think he's supposed to be like in his uh early late 20s okay yeah, because he's because they talk there. about uh, he they talk about like they're getting ready for they're getting ready for a wedding, which yeah, I guess uh, it, it's like an arranged situation there. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, I think the perfect word to describe this show, this first episode, is cute. You know, it's it's a it's mm-hmm. a nice kind of little cute episode here, Miss Marvel. Something maybe light, you know, especially like you said, Disney Channel audience type stuff. You know what I mean? They, you know, watching kind of shows like that, which is not an insult. Um, in terms, I think you know they had some quality shows. I don't know, maybe it's because I was younger watching them. I don't know, but you know, I liked watching that So Raven. I liked watching you know uh, even Stevens and things <laughs> like that. Uh, before Charlotte Buff, you know, you know, took them crazy pills, you know what I mean? I, I kind of, you know, liked watching stuff like that. So, um, no insult at all by comparing it to one of those shows. Um, yeah, um, and, you know, I hope the show works out for the lead actress. Um, you know, she seems to be a big fan of this and really, you know, really loves this material. And so I hope it works out for mm-hmm. her. Um, yeah, um, so I think it was a solid uh, first episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I loved this first episode, um, especially for for somebody that has never acted professionally with him. Yeah, she brings so much energy and charm that watching her play Kamala Khan, it, it's infectious. I couldn't stop smiling watching this first episode. Yeah, for her, it's like a it's like a dream come true. Kind of like how Tom Holland, when he first played Spider Man, it was him. He dressed up as Spider Man. Um, you know, now you kind of see like he's kind of burnt out now. He's like, okay, I kind of want to take a break from acting, maybe step back. You know, now he's kind of like, okay, I don't more. I don't get more burnt out from fucking uh, Uncharted. Uh, yeah, I mean this bullshit. <laughs> you know, I guess I mean I guess just doing all those movies back to back to back like that, like I guess that can really drain on you. I guess you know, um, and then working out for it, prepping for it, all that stuff. But hey, he got Zendaya, so fuck him. 
but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, Miss Marvel episode one. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Let me go look at the chat. See what they're saying. Chill's always yeah, saying. Yeah, man turned down. Man turned down Laura Harrier for us. Yeah. I don't. Th- Which you're like fuck you, man. What was that like? Was that like a? Was that really happening? Or was that like a rumor? No, no, there, there's like this, uh, I think this like common clip online where it's like press for Spider-Man and uh, Laura Harrier's trying to like loop his arm and then he just like finesses it around and just say, hey, where's Zendaya at? Oh, yeah, I did see that clip. Yeah, Lord, yeah. yeah. Wow, uh, fucking guy. Um, I was like, this fucker. Um, yeah. Uh, Is Peter Parker impeccable taste? Yeah, I mean, hey, it's like Peter Parker in real life, you know, like Black Cat, Mary Jane. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like he's got all these. <laughs> it's, it's like the comics are always like Peter Parker. Meanwhile, he's got all of the baddies coming after. Him. Yeah, I think that yeah, like Johnny Storm was talking to him, and he was like, "Man, I don't think your life is so bad, man. I mean, you got Mary <laughs> Jane, and you got Gwen Stacy, and you got." Black, you got these beautiful women fighting. You got Felicia Hardy. You got, ben, you got Felicia Hardy. You got Betty Grant. Betty, y'all forgot about Betty Grant. It's like, wow, man. I, you know, I don't think your life is that hard, man. Hey, fuck this dude. Uh, let me see what the God shit. Damn Liz Allen. You know uh, what? Fuck Peter Parker. Uh, let's see. Since the Am- he she'll say here the Amazon dude got Zendaya number. I heard. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, you heard about that? You saw that picture of uh, Chris Smalls? Yeah, that, I saw. Yeah, you took a picture with oh, him. Yeah, uh, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, Tiona, oh, beautiful ass. Yeah, Tiana Paris is very gorgeous. Um, yeah, Monica. It, it was like watching Candyman this past year. Mm. Her and Yaya are both too goddamn good looking. It's literally unfair. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, and I forgot to mention the Wanda Wise in that. Uh, seeing her, I was like, she was also stunning in that movie too. Mm. Jurassic World. Um, she said, "Only I gave a shit about your character." <laughs> uh, we said her, Shang Chi, and Black uh, Black Knight getting their powers due to family history. Um, okay, yeah, that is very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shang Chi has powers. Um, he also said uh, her family will only accept Moon Knight to the dinner table. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll pretty much. Uh, Layla is the only one that's invited to the. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or at the very, at the very least, you'll get you'll get like a gr- like eight Tupperwares full of food when you come to visit, which is, you know, for uh, Im- Asian immigrant families, that's also very accurate. Yeah. Uh, Chill said that Comic Con was at a Walgreens. That shit was at a Walgreens. <laughs> Uh, said also that shit was at a Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, they said it was. The, they said it was the first one. So okay, yeah. Um, I heard Kim Feige. He's he's talking about doing like a big Avenger Con or something. Like he's talking about making actual Avenger Con. Isn't that just Comic Con? No, nah, he. I guess it's like fuck Comic Con. We want to have our own separate big event convention. Fuck fuck Comic Con. Isn't that just uh, Disney Investor Day? Yeah, I guess yeah. Disney where they announced yeah eighty movies that they're doing yeah. Uh, but yeah, would you go to? I mean, would you go to Avenger Con? Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, I think yeah. I think that's depending right. on depending on how in shape I can get and how much I can fit back into my Spider-Man suit. Mm. 
Is that what you're, is that what you're working out for? That's what you're prepping for? Is that the goal? That is very much the goal, yes. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, you got to keep up with Brendan Thweese. You got to keep up with him, man. <laughs> um, yeah. 